They say that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Well, generally that's a true statement. But in this case, there really isn't much mind left in D. Scott's head anyway, so the only thing we're really wasting here is your time. Welcome inside the mind of D. Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. episode of Inside the Mind of D. Scott, episode 31. Been a minute since I actually came in and recorded a podcast. I don't know what it is. I, I, I just have not felt like getting off my butt and doing stuff. Like seriously, I, I, I don't know if I'm burnt out from God knows what, just being home all the time or what's going on. I just really have not been in the mood to kind of just come in and uh, and get some stuff off my chest. And maybe I needed it because I've been in a funk like for like the past... I don't know, like two and a half, three weeks. It's like angry. I'm like mad. I don't even know why. Just everything bothering me. I've been short. It, it's it's ridiculous. I've been getting frustrated, which makes it extremely difficult to play golf because I'm not really that good at it. So that when I hit a bad shot, it's like the whole world just collapses and I'm just angry, angry. Although I did find out from talking to uh, Michelle Lyons Polito, one of my psychic friends. If you're into the psychics and believe in that stuff, which I do, as a matter of fact, um, I had her clear my home because a couple weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago, my youngest, my daughters were over. Both my kids were over and I'm laying in bed and I get a text from my youngest who, by the way, texts me from the other room. That, that That's what she did. She texts me from her bedroom and our bedrooms are right next to one another. And uh, she goes, daddy, uh, I just heard someone whisper my name. And I'm like, well, that's weird. And my oldest daughter did not hear it. My youngest daughter definitely said she heard her name whispered. So I brought that up to uh, Katie and Michelle, my two psychic friends who I do Psychic on the Scene with, which is another podcast. That, if you are into psychics and the paranormal, you should probably listen to that podcast. Very, very interesting stuff that goes on there. So anyway, uh, I gave Michelle my address. She She cleared it remotely, which is something that you can do. She does clearing work. I have no idea how any of that works at all, but she helps spirits cross over and to uh, leave us alone in whatever the case may be. But she did say that she cleared 23, 23 or 25 entities from my home. There were uh, 23 ghosts, a couple of negative energies and stuff like that. And the good news is, is whether it was a, a thing, because again, listen, I, I, there could be very much skeptics. That doesn't even make any sense. There could be skeptics listening right now who it could be a psychological thing, and I just feel better because she told me that, or it's because those negative energies are out of my home, and now I'm I'm feeling a lot better. Although, if I continue to watch Yankee games, there is a very solid chance that I'm not going to continue to feel better because the Yankees have been heart-wrenching to watch. Uh, if you're a Yankee fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Just playing piss-poor baseball right now. I don't know what's going on, and I get it. I get it. Like, they don't have their lineup that they need to win games, okay? I I understand. Stanton's been out pretty much the entire season. Aaron Judge has been hurt, came back for a game, went back on the DL or IL, excuse me. Um, Glaber Torres is injured. We got key pitchers that are injured or just don't have them, like Severino. Uh, Garrett Cole has been giving up home runs like there's nobody's business or like it's nobody's business. And it's just been, and, they, and they're not scared, scoring runs. I watched the game yesterday. They played a doubleheader yesterday. I'm recording this on uh, September 5th. September 4th, they played a doubleheader against Baltimore. Uh, going into the first game of the doubleheader, they had won 18 straight against Baltimore. 
Uh, 19 if you count the one time they beat them at home. So it was eight, but it was 18 straight in Baltimore that they had won. And they went extra innings in the first game. Again, but they were winning the game. Like they were up by enough to go into to, to go into our bullpen and I understand our bullpen's a little bit depleted. Tommy Canley had uh had arm surgery or had surgery on his arm. Um Zach Britton is just coming back so he's a little bit flat and uh and and what's his name there? Aroldis Chapman has just been I I don't know what's going on with him either. I I just don't understand it. But anyway, I think they were up four nothing at one point and then they went into extra innings. They ended up playing nine innings, which was hilarious because they had to play a double header. And the doubleheaders, if you haven't been paying attention to baseball this year, uh, they're only playing seven innings. So it's like Babe Ruth games at this point, or Little League games. So they play the uh, nine-inning game. They win the first game. They go into the second game and just fall on their face. They they just couldn't score runs. They don't know what's – it's like they don't know what's going on. I'm watching dudes uh, – this happened a couple of days ago. Oh, it was a heartbreaker against the Mets where Tyler Wade gets thrown out on a on a dumbass play, like a, a line drive to right field, and he was he took off and couldn't get back, or he just ran like the ball was going to drop, like it just bonehead uh, mental errors by certain players, and it's just and it's like a constant thing, and it's it's getting frustrating to watch because with a short season, you really can't go on a skid like they're on right now, where they've only won like one or two games in the past week, week and a half. Like if you're dropping nine in a row, ten in a row in a sixty-game season, not good for the Yankees. So it, it, I'm, it's just it's frustrating, and that's not to say that you know there's a game on today that I won't watch it. I, I I will still watch it. I will still punish myself, and if the game's going shitty, then I'll probably just fire up the fire stick and uh, watch a movie or a couple of movies or some stand-up specials or or something like that on Netflix. Uh, I, I actually got to watch a couple of stand-up specials recently. I watched uh, Joe Rogan's Strange Times. Loved that stand-up. Also watched Bill Burr's Paper Tiger. Absolutely hilarious. Two of my favorite stand-up comics, by the way. Uh, and it, it's not saying much because like they're the two biggest names that are out there, and it helps with their podcast. Like Joe Rogan is just like a huge name at this point, but his stand-up comedy is absolutely fantastic. And then Bill Burr, I just love that he will he just says stuff that it's like, oh, you don't agree with me? Like I don't I don't really care, but argue with me and say that what I'm saying isn't true. So two of my favorites, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, another one of my favorite stand-up comics, love his stuff as well. And I know, I know, I know, it's, I feel like I should be like rambling off some guys that are on their way up or something like that, that aren't huge name comics because, you know, that's, that's like the thing to do, right? Not, not necessarily with comedy, but just in general, it's like, oh, you like the mainstream guys. I like so-and-so and I like this person and I was, it's a, it's a hipster thing, you know? Like, oh, I was listening to that band before they became big. Well, I, whatever. Listen, I like dudes that are funny. I'm not going to go search out. And I may stumble upon some guys every once in a while. And I go, oh, my God, this dude's hilarious. And they're not a big name. So I'll, and I'll get, like, really involved in them. Although I would love to come up with a name to uh, back that up at this point. But I don't have one. No, I don't. I, I don't. My brain, I listen, here's how it worked coming into this podcast today, by the way, as I, as I take a quick sidebar. Um, had no idea really what I wanted to talk about today. Just knew that it was time to get back in the studio and uh, start spewing out some stuff. It's it, it, it just had to be done. I needed to do it. And I was like, you know what? I got to get off the couch today and I got to go do something. So why not record a podcast? Plus, 
My mother keeps asking me when I'm recording a podcast because she's one of the few people that actually listen to everything that I put out, good, bad, or indifferent. She doesn't care. She will listen because she's my mother and she loves me and supports me. And I love you too, mom. I know things are getting kind of tough. Things are tough for you right now. They're not getting tough. They've been tough since my stepfather passed away and she's having a hard time dealing with the grief. I know it's not an easy thing. So for anyone that's listening right now, excuse me while I talk directly to my mom. Because I wanted to post this in a blog and I said, you know what? Maybe I'll just say it on the podcast. It's going to take time, mom. This is not going to happen overnight. You are not going to just forget about what you have been through for the past couple of years with Chuck. Uh, You're not going to just get over losing Chuck. You will never get over losing Chuck. You should know that by now. You lost both your parents. You are still not over that. We never get over losing someone that we love. Uh, You were married to Chuck for over 20 years. You guys had an amazing life together. You did a lot of great things and made a lot of memories. So for you to want, I understand wanting it to be over. You don't want to feel like that anymore. I get it. Okay. I went through that when I was dealing with my depression and I just wanted it to be over, but you can't just will yourself over something. You can't just be like, I'm going to forget it. That's not going to happen, mom. The memories with Chuck are always going to be there. They're always going to come back. It's going to take at least a year for the healing to really reach a, a level of comfort for you so that you start to feel better and feel normal. Um, I will come visit you as soon as possible. I will try to bring the kids with me so that we can have some normalcy and do some stuff that we used to do. It's been a while since we've been able to come down and visit. So that will happen as soon as we can. Okay. But I do support you. I do have your back. I love you very much. And it's going to take time for you to get over everything or at least to heal. I don't want to say get over. It's going to take time for you to heal or begin the healing process. So from now on, just wake up in the morning. So I'm going to have a good day. Go about your business. Do what you got to do. You're going to have moments in the day where you have some downtime and you're going to your mind is going to wander and it's going to happen. It really, really is. Believe me, I understand it. Okay. It's going to happen where you're going to get down. You're not going to feel like doing anything. You have to try and push yourself to go do stuff. Okay. So get out there and play golf. If you can, I know you want to get out there, get out there and take your walks. Listen to my podcasts. Listen, just watch TV, do whatever it is. Go to the driving range, go to the practice green, work on some stuff, get your mind off of it, get out of the house and just kind of do other things to occupy your mind. Okay. Listen to me. All of a sudden, now I'm like a psychiatrist or psychologist, whatever, uh, and, I, and I'm just kind of breaking down my mother and telling her what she should do. It's weird as you get older. It really, really is where, you know, you're growing up and your parents are the ones that are always giving you advice, and they still do that kind of stuff, but now I find myself, you know, having to talk my mom off the ledge or, or say stuff to my dad and say, listen, it's wrong. Like you're just, that's not right. And having, you know, and I come with some intelligence, which is rare. If for those of you that know me well, for me to come with any kind of intelligence is actually kind of rare. So uh, it's weird though, as you get older and your parents get older and how you kind of take over that role and you have to remind them of certain things. So Ma, that was my message to you. Um, listen to it over and over again. Listen to the words that I'm saying. Okay. And I, I'm, and I know how you are, and I don't want you to rebuttal, and I don't want you to come at me with any kind of yeah, buts, yeah, buts, yeah, buts. I don't want that. Just listen to the words I said. Listen to them over and over again, and you will get there. I promise you, you will get there, and you will be just fine, okay? Uh, anyway, and, and to, to circle back to uh, the beginning of the podcast where I said I was kind of been, kind of been grumpy, I think social media has a lot to do with it. You've been on social media lately? 
And it's really been this way since uh, before Trump got elected. Actually, no, it started more so like during the Obama administration and all that, you know, everybody's got their opinions about the president. Everybody has them. I get that. I have my own. Okay. I do. I just don't share them with anybody. They're my opinions. They're not right. They're not wrong. But man, oh man, going on social media is beyond frustrating at this point because literally all it has become is a bitch fest, literal bitch fest. It's the right bitching about the left. It's the left bitching about the right, bitching about the president. It's ridiculous. People bitching about coronavirus, COVID, whatever you want to call it. And nobody has normal conversations. I mean, if you've ever seen, if you've seen the movie Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, where he says, everybody's just so nasty to one another. We are. Nobody thinks about anybody's feelings. They just say whatever the hell they want to. It's just unbelievable. And I think a lot has to do with the fact that you're doing it on social media. It's not like I'm some sort of tough guy. I was never out there, never been a fight in a fight in my life. But I also never had the guts to just say whatever I wanted to to somebody to their face or on, like online is one thing. If I if I have to call somebody out and say, hey, you're just wrong. And it's it's never been trying to escalate anything to a physical altercation. But I think because we hide behind the screen now. It's become that much easier for people to just say stupid shit, no matter what it is. It's stupid shit. Like, when did people become so comfortable and have no problem saying racist stuff to people? What is wrong with you? First of all, you're wrong. Like, racism is just wrong. Why are you even thinking the things that you're thinking and saying that stuff? And then to think, oh, my God, it's okay for me to say this because you do not have the repercussions of getting punched right in the suck hole by saying it to somebody. Because I guarantee you, if you said some ridiculous racist shit or anything offensive to somebody and it was like infuriating to that other person and they knew where you lived and they showed up at your door, I'm relatively sure you wouldn't know what to do. You'd have no idea. And you would you would be mad and, and you would call the authorities or you would do whatever and press charges because someone showed up and punched you in the face, and beat the hell out of you, even though you deserved it. Just shut up. I don't know why people just feel that immense comfort now behind their computer screen. It is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I try not to get into anything on social media, by the way. If you follow me, I try to keep it all about like radio stuff and kind of things that are going on in my world or just like something stupid that pops into my mind and I'll post it as a status or tweet it. Um, been posting golf videos on my TikTok and on my Instagram not that I'm playing well, but I'm starting to play better, which is fantastic because the season's almost over up here in upstate New York. So that's frustrating. But I, I just don't I try not to get into it on social media. Uh, I called out some people the other day on a local news story because there was a guy who was fired down in the Carolinas. He not fired, but he was told he worked for uh, Food Lion and he was told he couldn't wear his American flag bandana or face mask or what face covering. He couldn't wear it. It was an American flag. So a local news station posts that, and uh, if you read the article, although he had been wearing it for about, you know, two months or whatever it was, and the guy is a veteran too, by the way, which throws in another curveball for everyone to get upset about it. But um, he had been wearing it for a while, but company policy at Food Lion is you're not supposed to wear any kind of face coverings or anything at all that has any kind of logos or insignias on it or writing. So they, they told him he couldn't wear the face covering anymore, so he quit his job. He quit. He was like, I don't understand why the American flag is offensive to people and why I can't do that. Um, it, and I, I took it at black and white here, okay? I didn't take it as though 
Food Lion was doing that or his management was doing that because it was an American flag. It was company policy. That's kind of like, you know, me coming to work without wearing pants, even though company policy says we have to wear pants. And then me not understanding why I'm being told to leave because I'm not wearing pants. Understand? So it's a very simple thing for me. You know, it's the best analogy that I could come up with. Although I'm not, I'm not quite sure why it involved me not wearing pants, but that's besides the point. Um, so I, I had posted on there and I was like, you know, if you read this story, it's store policy. Uh, it has nothing to do with the American flag. It wouldn't have mattered what was on there. The writing is what the issue was, the insignia or the logo or the, the, the symbolism of it. it or not the symbolism of the flag, not the symbolism, but, you know, just the fact that it was it was not just a plain face covering. Okay, so people get angry at me and they comment and he'd been wearing it for months and the reserve parking uh, for veterans is marked with an American flag and God bless America. And, and never I and uh, it's weird. The couple of comments that I did see and this other lady just said, you know, if you're offended by the story, you're allowed to wear a country's flag, especially someone who risked their life for this country. Uh, it should be allowed, it's, but it's not allowed, lady. That's the thing. It's company policy. It's not like that's the only food lion there. Food lion is a is a chain of grocery stores. They have a bunch of them, and they have a policy. Uh, she says, if you're offended by our flag or anything else, American, you can go somewhere else. What happened to pride for our country or patriotism? Oh, I forgot. Nobody cares about that. or Nobody cares about our patriots anymore. Only the terrorists. And I... It, I, I, I don't respond. I, I said my point, okay? Um, that lady is absolutely out of her goddamn mind to, to say all that stuff. And I, and I love the, the, the just leave. Just leave. Go somewhere. Why can't we be proud of, the, uh, proud of the American flag? Why can't we? Nobody's telling you you can't be, you jackass. And it's just for any of you that want to listen. Listen, nobody is telling you that you can't have pride for the United States. Nobody is telling you that you can't have pride in your American flag. Nobody is telling you that you can't have the pride that you have for whatever it is that you have. But Jesus Christ, it was the, it's company policy. That's, that's all it boiled down to. It was a non-story that they posted. And this news media outlet, this news outlet, excuse me, was just really trying to get a rise out of people. But man, people get fired up over the dumbest shit. And then they say stuff and they don't realize how ignorant they sound. Like for real. Like, oh, we only care about the terrorists. And, and for the fact, the fact is, I don't want to get too deep into this. Okay. But the fact is I commented what I commented and I said what I said. Okay. I can, I consider myself a very middle of the road person when it comes to social issues, when it comes to political issues, whatever it boils down to. I try to be as middle of the road as possible. Do I lean certain directions in certain instances? Yes, I do. But I see where the left is coming from. I see where the right is coming from. Okay. I, and I, and I get that. And I, I look at things logically on social issues as well. I've never had a problem with gay marriage. I don't understand what the marriage, the gay marriage thing is equal rights. Why do we have a problem with equal rights? White people, why do we have a problem with equal rights? What is wrong with you? Why can't we all just have the same rights? Why, why is that a problem? See, so, and, and these comments that I read, and, and I don't know if they were implying that maybe, you know, I was not proud of the, uh, of the American flag, or I don't care about the country, or I don't care about our patriots, and I don't care about our veterans. Um, yeah, to circle back to the, the article that I commented on. See, the thing is, these people have no idea who the fuck I am which I think is hilarious that they, 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 they think they read into things and they think that because I don't agree with what they think, I'm automatically like on the left. I'm automatic. I'm a radical left. Like I'm a liberal. 
I'm, I have the views of America sucks and blah, blah, blah. These people don't know me. These people don't know my background, my story. They don't know nothing about me. But they felt the need to tell me that we can't, people aren't proud of the United States anymore. But they don't know that both my grandparents served the country. My father and my stepfather both served in the military. My best friend, Rich, who has been on numerous podcasts with me on this podcast, is currently serving in the military. I have friends from high school that were in the Air Force that are currently in law enforcement all over the country. I have friends here in the Capital Region that are serving the community, and they are police officers. And I support all of them. I don't support the ridiculous shit that goes on in this world. I don't. I don't. I, let me rephrase that. I don't support the unjustified shit that goes on in this world. Uh, if it's ju- justified, is one thing. Unjustified, cold-blooded murder is a completely different thing that I will not stand behind. And I guarantee you, the people that I know that wear a badge, that wear our con- our country's colors, do not support that shit. They just don't support it. I'm sorry. I got really deep in here and I got fired up. And I told you I was in the mood to talk some shit and come on here and do a podcast, and this is why. I just don't understand where we're at anymore as people, and that's the problem. I really, really just don't get it. Um, So I try to keep my mouth shut. I try to just kind of fly the middle of the road. I stay in my lane. I worry about my kids. I worry about my family. I worry about me. I just kind of want to come on and make people laugh and, and do my radio show and say some ridiculous shit and make people laugh. I'm sorry if I got a little bit off topic on or I, I went down a different lane that I normally don't go on. Okay. Uh, and also, and by the way, if you could chill out on social media with all the fucking political shit, nobody, let me say this slow and, and I'll say it so that the people in the back can hear it. Nobody has ever read your social media post and changed their mind politically. Never has that happened. Okay? I don't have facts on that one. I'm just saying. Nobody, you're preaching to the, you should know your audience on your social media, okay? And they're your friends. Generally, the friends that you run with kind of have the same ideas and and morals that you do, okay? Stop. I get it you don't like the president. I get it you love the president. I don't care. Can we go back? Can I see a picture of your fucking cat, please? Can you give me a cat picture or take a picture of your your grilled cheese or your cup of coffee or your Starbucks to show me that you're a basic person? You know, just stop. Seriously, stop. And if this consumes your life, you need to reevaluate what's going on in your head. You worry about what's happening in your circle, on your property, okay, with you. And I mean, when I say property, I mean like... What's going on in your world, in your specific world, in your circle, in your mind? Worry about that shit. Stop worrying about what everybody else thinks about and talks about and says and does and believes and what they think is right and what they think is wrong. Cut that shit out. Let those people live their lives. You live your life, okay? Because I'll tell you what, I don't care what you think about how I feel or what I think. I really don't. And here's the reason why. It doesn't mean a thing to me. It doesn't make my day go. It doesn't make my world go around that you feel a certain way. Oh, well, I can't think that because this person says that I'm this. If you don't know me or you don't know a person that you're like personally, personally, never had a conversation with that person, don't sit down to think or don't sit down to talk with somebody to find out why they think the way they think. 
You got no business judging that person. Stop judging everybody. You people that preach tolerance, cut the bullshit. You want to preach tolerance? Then fucking show it. Live your tolerance. Do that. Let people live their life. I want everybody to get along. I want everyone to be happy. I feel like everybody deserves all the rights that we all have. Equal rights? Abso-fucking-lutely. Yes, that is 100% true. We all deserve that. But stop worrying about what other people are doing and saying and thinking. Just worry about yourself. It's not really that difficult to do. But everybody's got to think, well, this person needs to think the way I think. Fuck you. Absolutely not. Nobody needs to think the way you think. I don't need to think the way you think. I might on certain things, but that doesn't mean that I have to think like you all the time. That's just not how the world works. Why do we all need to have the same opinions? Why do we all need to think the same exact way? Shut the fuck up and live your life. How about that? Sorry. That was angry, D. Scott there. Wow, did you hear me go? Woo! All right. Anyway. Hold on, let me take a drink of coffee real quick, because that'll help. This 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 will help. The coffee will help the throat. That's not that's not true. For for anyone that wants to get into any kind of voice work and recording stuff, that's not true. Don't drink coffee. But I'm gonna because it's all I have. Um oh I, I it was funny the other day. I've calmed down. I I just had to get that out. I calmed down a little bit. Um I see a thing the other day that was like looking for recommendations on how to start a podcast. You know how easy it is to start a podcast? Seriously. If you are listening to me right now and I'm in, and you made it through my rant, which, you know, it is what it is. I'm not going to apologize because I said what I said. Um, if you want to start a podcast, start a podcast. Find a way to do it. Okay. Get yourself a microphone, a laptop, uh, programs to record on your laptop or whatever. Reach out to me. I'll help you start a podcast. It's wicked easy. All you need to do is have some thoughts and an idea and just do it. It is not difficult. Uh, so I thought that was funny because it was like, how do I, how can I do this? Do what Katie Manning did. Just pick up the phone and fucking call me. That's it. Reach out to me. Message me on Facebook. Hey, would you be willing to do? Yes, I would. I'm willing to help out anybody I can. That's the thing, too. If you want to get involved in in podcasting or whatever it may be, and I can help you, if you know me personally, I will do my best to help you. Uh, If you're a a musician or or a singer or a rapper, I'll do what I can. Okay. Um, don't come at me and ask me to play songs, play your song on the radio. I can't do that. It's not how it works. Um, we we kind of play hits. You know, and, and most radio stations are like that. Radio was not what radio was forty years ago. You know, you, you gotta you know, your record label backing is usually pretty good. The song needs to be charting, doing well. Uh, TikTok is having a huge influence on what music is doing now and what's being played on the radio. But if you're just an artist, if you're like a local artist or, 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 or a budding artist, I apologize, but it's not where radio's at anymore. Like we only get people we have, we're fighting with multiple different uh, platforms to get your music and we got to play hits. Like we have to play familiar songs because if we're not, people aren't going to listen to our radio station. But if I can help you in any other way, other than getting your song on the radio, I can try and steer you down the path or maybe reach out to some people that I know and, and see if I can set up a meeting for you or do something. Or you go the independent route, okay? Look at Macklemore, who we haven't heard from in fucking years, but whatever. Uh, Macklemore was an independent artist. A Chance the Rapper was an independent artist. I know people that are uh, local that I w- I've been trying to get them on my, on my podcast, but things just don't ever work out. My friends Jeff and Tim, JV and Teej. They've been making music for as long as I've been in radio, if not longer. They're doing it on their own. They make their own beats. They produce their own stuff. 
They got all the programs and they have they, they set shit up in their house and, and they go. They have a studio at home. It's a makeshift studio, but a studio nonetheless. It's not like, you know, it's not like the studio Dr. Dre has in his fucking guest home, but they don't have Dr. Dre money. They haven't been, they, they weren't part of NWA. They weren't, you know, one of the biggest producers of all time. They didn't find Snoop Dogg. They didn't discover him, but they're doing what they can. If you want to get involved in something, then get involved in it. Find a way. There's Google. Google that shit. Figure out how to do it. Seriously. And my buddy Matt, uh, Matt Halleck, I had him on the podcast a bunch of episodes back. And he, he he's an amazing, or he, he's, I would assume he still is an amazing baseball player. Great baseball mind. Wonderful mind when it comes to offense in baseball. Hitting the baseball. The mindset. The approach. All of that. The fundamentals of the swing. So he was like, "Oh, I want to start this uh, this 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 hitting thing in my garage because he does it, he did it with his kids. He's got all the stuff there." I'm like, "Just do it. Let's go. Let's let's do it. Set it up. Do what you got to do. Put some stuff out." And he's doing it. He's giving some hitting lessons here and there, and he's doing what he can. And it's it's still infantile stages of that, but that can develop. And by the way, if you're listening and you have a child that plays baseball or uh, softball, reach out to my friend Matt Halleck. Okay, reach out to him. He'll do virtual hitting lessons for you. Um, Let me see if I can just pull up his Instagram real quick and it'll help you out a little bit because then you can reach out to him and find him. Mhalloc23, M-H-A-L-L-O-C-K-23. That's Matt's Instagram. He's on TikTok as well. I'm pretty sure it's the exact same handle on Instagram or on TikTok. That took way too long to get out, by the way. Did you notice that? Like how long that took for me to get that out of my mouth on TikTok? Um, trying to figure. I think, it's t- I think it's TikTok is pretty much the exact same thing. TikTok, Matty Halleck 23. M-A-T-T-Y Halleck, H-A-L-L-O-C-K 23. Reach out to him if your kid plays any kind of baseball, softball. Uh, hit him up. Send him a message. He will do lessons for you. There you go, Matt. There's a little plug for you. How about that? You're welcome, by the way. Uh, and if you got a business or you know someone that runs a business, want to get them on the podcast, I'd love to talk with them. We can have a little chit-chat here on the show, on the on the podcast, about things that are going on in their lives. I would love to do that. So uh, there, look at that. I did a half hour today. That's amazing. On my own. Uh, I would I would read advertising. I hear a bunch of, like, the big podcasters that read advertising on their show. Um, I don't have any. Um, if you have a BurgerFi near you, get yourself some BurgerFi. Trust me. Food is fucking delicious. Their burgers are amazing. Uh, I'm doing endorsements for them on the radio, and I've gotten involved with them um, through work. And I, I'll tell you what, it, it, and I'm not saying it because they they pay me to talk about their products. Their burgers are amazing, like for real. My daughter had their uh, their fried chicken sandwich. Dude, you always hear about other places and their their, their chicken sandwiches, right? You know the places. I'm not going to mention them by name, but you know the places. Yo, try Burger Fies. Like, for real, try their chicken sandwich. It is so fucking good. And their onion rings are like the size of car tires. And they're they're good. They Like, when you bite into their onion ring, it doesn't pull, like, the onion doesn't pull out. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, if you eat an onion ring, you, you know what I mean. If you've had onion rings, you know exactly what I'm talking about. All right. So, is that was that advertising? Like, should I charge them for that? I don't think I can. Uh, it's because it really wasn't solicited. I just kind of did that. That was a free plug for BurgerFi. Love, love, love their food. Absolutely love it. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I definitely appreciate that. Uh, Thank you for letting me get some shit off my chest. Everybody calm down and live your own lives. Okay. Love everybody. That's really what it boils down to. Just love everybody. Be good humans. 
Really? I mean, can I ask for more? Be a good human. That's it. Just be a good human. I'll say it again. Be a good human. Like it, subscribe to it, share it with your friends. Uh, I definitely appreciate everyone that supported me with this podcast. And that's it. We're done. Have a good one. Talk to you soon.